2: I had a very busy day yesterday. Had to get a tire replaced. Had a deep cleaning of this house after I saw Dave's office. Decided this one needed to be cleaned up. And the whole house needed to be cleaned up. I'm back today, so... Oh, what a day to return. A day when at some point we're going to have to talk about Raw. But I'm not in a rush to talk about Raw. Because we have a lot of other news to talk about. One of which is very sad. The death of Blade Braxton a couple of days ago, who was... Well, he was many things. Among them, a co-host of WrestleCrap Radio with Artie Reynolds. And I didn't know Blade really well. I did meet him once at at StarCast. Really nice guy. I mean, all I've heard from everybody is that he was a great guy. He did the WrestleCrap show, obviously, forever. I mean, that show's been going back, like, two decades. And films and wrestling, and he ran the gamut, and unfortunately, just heard a few days ago that he passed away, and I have no other details for everybody, but obviously, best wishes to RD, friends, family, everybody that listened, very, very sad story, maybe at some point down the road, we can get RD on to to tell some stories about Blade, don't know if immediately would be the, the, uh, the best thing, but down the road, hopefully soon, so... Just wanted to make sure we got that out there. You're welcome to send in any memories of, of Blade to the show here today. 425-780-7566. And we have good news as well. Road Dog, he will be going home today after Tess showed that his heart had no blockages. His wife posted on Facebook that she wanted to give everybody an update. Best birthday ever. My husband has no blockages. He's getting to come home today. We will have some doctor visits to take him to, but his heart is good Thank you all so much for all the prayers. I do believe in that. So, lots of news coming up after the break. Mike Semper Vivi will join us, and we'll kick it off back in a moment. Observer Live.
3: Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. You love your dog.
4: That's 800-846-2153. Prescription products require completion of an online consultation with an independent healthcare provider and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Additional restrictions apply. See website for more details and safety information. You've loved her since the day you first met her. You've loved her through the good times and the bad. There's nothing you wouldn't do to make her happy. You may be older now, but that doesn't mean your love will ever change. ED happens, and it happens to about 50% of men over the age of 40. Visit rexmd.com and show her your love has never changed and never will. That's rexmd.com.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Yeah. Hey, the show Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. And yes, it is official, everybody. Told you this weeks ago. WWE and USA Network announced today that starting with the April 13th edition of the show, NXT is moving to airing live on the USA Network on Tuesday nights. It was also announced WWE and USA have signed a multi-year extension for NXT to continue airing on the WWE or the USA Network. Incredibly proud of our three-decade partnership. A lot of blah-blah there. And then Levesque told Variety... We now feel like we're in a good place where we can move that consistent fan base over to Tuesdays. We believe they'll follow us. That way we can grow the brand more given the lead-in from Monday Night Raw, which we've seen in the past. Well, that is true. 23-hour lead-in. Of- and again, for those of you that, if you didn't know, what did Road Dog used to say? Oh, you didn't know? Well, the reason they moved is because of... A.W. kicking their ass. I'm just kidding. They're actually moving because of of hockey. And uh, USA is getting the NHL deal, which used to be on NBC Sports, which is uh, out of here. And as a result, they got big hockey games that air on Wednesdays. And for all of you out there that say, oh, well, you know, the ratings don't matter. And uh, all of this other gobbledygook. Well, if the ratings didn't matter, why is NXT moving? Well, they're moving because their ratings do matter. And it's much better for USA to have hockey on Wednesday than, than NXT. So will you shut up about the ratings already? So they moved to Tuesday. Hockey is going to be on Wednesday. Obviously, there is a uh, they just signed a new deal, actually. ESPN is going to be getting some of these NHL games. But that doesn't kick off until next year. And so uh, the hockey season this year is still going to be on the USA Network. So... I guess it's possible that NXT could move back next year, but why? I mean, why? It's going to be better for NXT to be on Tuesdays. It's going to be better for AEW to be on Tuesdays. Yes, it's going to be hard to hamper the growth of AEW on Wednesdays if they're not having head-to-head battles with USA, but is it the end of the world? I mean, WWE makes so much money off their TV deals. Is it the end of the world that another wrestling company is doing well on Wednesdays, the answer in real life is no, it's not the end of the world. It may be the end of the world to them, but uh the rest of the world it's not the end of the world. so anyway, that's coming up and uh, there you go. The Monday night or the Wednesday night wars are history, and I, I thank I the Lord to. for a lot of reasons. Well, you're
5: still going to have it because you're still going to post numbers on Twitter and people will not care they will have just they'll already know the NXT number by the time that AEW's number comes along so all of those people will have their memes ready and everybody will still be planting their flags and being very annoying on your timeline but I got to correct you or on Twitch when it, here when when it comes to hockey ratings don't matter in this case this is a purely a case of demographics and a, purely that's a case of ratings of, dude of, of of ad sale numbers i mean that's really what this is because the, the at the end of the day there are going to be wrestling fans that look at the the a hockey game in the middle of the season or at the beginning of the season with two teams that are not in the north or east or not in hockey hotbeds and look at that number and go nxt's beating that you're right NXT is going to beat hockey many weeks when you look at the numbers. I have that feeling that's going to happen. But (laughs) at the end of the day, ratings for big games will still spike bigger than NXT, but the bottom line is, is the money is different. The money is completely different. The demographics are completely different. Who they're selling to is completely different. So... It really isn't about the ratings as much as
2: it's it's demos and it's about well, ads. Yes, and but it's demos about sales. are part of the ratings. That's the whole the whole point of and by the way, I mean listen NHL, obviously this is looking at the Stanley Cup playoffs and some stuff like that, but you know what the average television viewership for hockey was in twenty nineteen? Five point three three million viewers. So they're going to be moving to the USA Network. I mean, listen, yeah, maybe at the beginning of the season two, teams that nobody cares about. Maybe wait a second. Wait a second. What is that number from? It's right here. This is well, this was the Stanley Cup playoffs, but, but that's. Uh, I'm I'm still telling you. I mean, the hockey on the USA Network. I still believe. Okay, so uh, NHL regular season games. Uh, this is on NBC Sports Net and digital. Uh, This was 474,000 viewers uh, in a pandemic. So I would would bet, I don't know this for sure, but I would bet that there will be almost no hockey games on Wednesdays on the USA Network that are going to do fewer viewers than NXT was doing on Wednesdays on the USA Network. We shall see.
5: It, yeah, but. it's it, in some cases it's going to be close, but then again, they're also at the end of the day too. You know, you're going to be on the USA Network. It's a even though it's the same, you know, basically, it'll be the same thing that they've been doing on NBC Sports. You're still going to want to have high profile teams and high profile players on there, so it's going to be a lot of the the capitals and the the rangers and and teams that do, you know do well in their you know pittsburgh is a huge hockey town boston detroit these are they turn in for big big numbers locally, so Nashville's another one too at least they were for a while.
2: Oh, all these people here. Oh, Brian doesn't know what think about hockey. All right, well, listen. Get back to me when hockey is regularly doing worse on USA than NXT was. When that happens, you can get back to me and tell me I don't know anything about hockey. Well, let me
5: apologize for taking this into waters. It probably didn't need to be taken you in, although nerds. we're not talking about Raw, so I'll,
2: I'll be fine with it. And then this, this dummy here <laughs> making fun of my shirt. That's it's a loud shirt for this time of year. Listen, bro, if you can't pull off a shirt like this, the problem is you, not the shirt. Dude, so I got So maybe you need to look like in that. the mirror, buddy. Oh, are you
5: talking about me or him? This guy here. I was going to say, because I wore a shirt like that on this show, in fact, and wore one with Filthy Tom on that show that we did, and you made fun of it. Well, you can
2: pull it off. I can always pull it off. I'm at the beach, bro. You just want to be at the beach. By the way, some other dorks. And it's actually not the Twitch homies. This was more on our board. They're been this big argument, they're giving all these stats, like they're arguing, well, uh, Brian doesn't think that Eric Bischoff deserves to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. I'm like, bro, of course he deserves to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Let's talk about the Observer Hall of Fame. And if you want a further argument about why Eric Bischoff deserves to be in the WWE Hall of Fame, how about the announcement that going in this year is William Shatner?
5: <laughs> well, somebody had to go in the celebrity wing.
2: William Shatner is going least, into the WWE Hall of Fame.
5: At least we know who is going to induct him. because it's, I don't know if they're doing Jerry, inductees. Well, I mean, you're going to have to have Jerry Lawler say something about him. Uh, oh, extended. In I, the, you would uh, think
2: so, but I mean, video we're doing two years worth of Hall of Fame in one night. They better not have people inducting people unless you get like 10 seconds. Hey, this is Jerry Lawler. Uh, coming up next, William Shatner, and then they get the hook. Any more than that, and this show is going to be like 30 hours long. Yes, congratulations to William Shatner, and literally everyone else on the planet who deserves to go into the WWE Hall of
5: Fame. Maybe we can get a photo op of him sitting on Kali's shoulders.
2: Well, when we come back, everyone, we're we're going to talk about Raw. And uh, yes, I will bury it, because it was horrible. A horrible, horrible program. And no, I don't like to bury Raw. It's a beautiful day out. That's why I'm wearing this shirt. It's nice, it's 60 degrees, it's sunny. I'd like to do anything on this planet than sit here and tell you about how terrible Raw was. But you know what? I'm gonna, because I had to watch it. If I gotta suffer through that show, I'm gonna bury it the next day until they can figure out how to do a better show much like AEW elevation did you guys watch that show last night bro the opening match on that elevation show was like 50 times better than anything on raw last night it's AEW dark elevation on monday nights on youtube if i had my way i had my way i'd let dave watch raw and then i would watch Elevation dark, but you know I'm not going to do that. Number one, because it's my job. I have to watch Raw, and also I'm not letting Dave get away with defending that show. I'll die first. Back in a moment, we're live.
3: That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: If all some of you can do is talk about my shirt, you clearly did not watch Raw last night. That is much more important than what I'm wearing today.
5: Maybe they want a distraction. Maybe they'd rather talk about your shirt and your hair and everything else as opposed to talking about RAW. I mean, it's far more entertaining poking fun at you than it is like being fun into the joke my of raw. shirt.
2: I used to wear shirts like this all the time, but now we have a 4K camera, and so like the kids say today, it pops. Now, <laughs> let's talk about this show here. This, by the way, as I review the show. I want you, the loyal listener and or viewer, to keep in mind that WrestleMania is in two weeks. This is this is like the final. These are the final stops on the legendary road to WrestleMania, which after a year in a pandemic is going to be in front of live fans. Oh, they've lost it. So Drew... Literally, the show opens with one of the generic interview women asking Drew. She has some vague question like, uh, what do you what do you make of, of Lashley something or other? She doesn't even say what it is. She's, the show opens with, what do you make of this? I'm like, what is she talking about? Like, did they do something on social? Like, when you ask a question when you open up a show, like, let the audience know what you're talking about. So Drew literally has to take the mic and explain what she's talking about. He says, last week, yes, Bobby Lashley put a bounty on my head. And if anybody cashes in and takes me out, Bobby Lashley will give them a ch-. He has to explain all of this to us. And then he says, well, I want everyone to know, if you try to take Lashley up on this offer, number one, he may not pay off and I'm going to kill you. So he issues a threat. And then for three hours, he gets more and more angry that nobody is taking Lashley up on the offer. So then the Hurt Business comes out. And in fact, everyone, the best thing on Raw right now, the Hurt Business, they break up. Cedric and Shelton are given a boot. They are beaten up by Lashley. This leads to Shelton wanting a match with Lashley tonight. And Cedric wanting a match with Lashley next week. The Hurt Business is no more. We could talk about this later. Then we have Riddle doing a dumb promo and he's abandoned by another babyface. Then we have Riddle versus Sheamus. Now, the match itself, good match, okay? I mean, we could talk about how Riddle kicks his shoes off and birds fly out of his shoes now. I mean, whatever. There's no kids watching the show, but I'm sure the 50-year-old men are like, Cool! There's a bird's coming out of his shoe. So they do this match, and Sheamus pins him in the middle of the ring. And then Riddle gets really angry and jumps him from behind afterwards. And uh, Riddle's supposed to be the babyface, by the way, if you guys are confused. That sets up a match in Mania. Then we have Drew meeting with AJ and Elmos, and they say some, some whatever. Shane is then in the ring. Shane McMahon to build up a match to make us care about a match with Braun Strowman. The whole storyline is, he thinks Braun is dumb. Oh, well, this week he says, I've got Braun's report card. Social studies, D. Math, D. English, D. Gym, D. Braun gets mad that he was called dumb. He comes down to the ring. He faces Jackson Riker. Braun Strowman's wrestling, also a D. They have a terrible match. Thankfully, it's short. And then they all beat up Braun afterwards, and Braun challenges Shane McMahon to a cage match with me. So they have taken a match that I didn't care about. They've done storylines to make me care even less about it. And now they're doing a match where I don't want to see it, but I also need to be worried that Shane is going to die. Oh, great. We have the dirt sheet. They play their new video. I wanted so badly to like it, but again, the WWE champion three weeks ago is out there in a bunny outfit. He's hopping around the ring. Bad Bunny and Priest come out. Miz and Bad Bunny have a face-to-face physical confrontation, and Bad Bunny knocks out the man who pinned Drew McIntyre three weeks ago to become the WWE champion. These are breaking points for me. These are things where if this wasn't my job, I'm done after all of these years with WWE. An absolute atrocity. And there we go. Then we go literally from that to Randy Orton cutting a promo, admitting to attempted first-degree murder. Well, I had to get this fiend out of my life, he said, so I tried to burn him to death. He's admitting this on that. And I'm like, how could anyone, how could anyone even begin to suspend your disbelief? A trash segment. Then we go to Lashley versus Shelton. You know, I had people going, well, you know, Brian, it's going to be a swerve. The Hurt Business will get back together at WrestleMania, and they will beat up Drew. Dude, if that's the case, I mean, this is even a bigger pile of trash. Because Lashley's beating the hell out of this guy. He pummels him. He submits him. And then he beats him up more afterwards. Oh, that's gonna lead to them. doesn't gonna lead to them being together. Oh God, I hope not. There's like no win. They're either broken up or the storyline to get them together is the dumbest storyline I've ever seen. And we have the new day. AJ and Omus doing uh, game night, like they're having a match at Mania, and they're out there doing charades, like. I wasn't super into the match, but, I mean, it's going to be Omus's first match. AJ's good, and, and Xavier and Kofi are good. Like, the match should be good. It should be intriguing because of Omus's first match. By the time they were done with this segment, I don't ever want to see these guys on my television again. A horrible segment. They go from charades to a match, which they're having a decent match, and then Omus just runs in for the DQ. I get that you have to do DQs every now and then. But do not deliver a trash television segment followed by a match that goes to a DQ. At this point, I was like physically and mentally broken. So we go from this, I'm done, I, I hate this show, to what do we go to next, everyone? Well, Alexa's there <laughs> on her swing set, pretending to be 11, ...and playing with her box. And she cuts this stupid promo... ...that ends with the band word... ...the Legend Killer will die... ...at Wrestlemania... ...in a wrestling match. Because that's what it is right now. It's a wrestling match. So this sucks... We then go to Drew being all angry and he walks into the, the geek locker room. A bunch of geeks. And True McIntyre cuts a promo saying, bro, you're all geeks. Can one of you step up and challenge me tonight and stop being a geek? And none of them step up because they're geeks. And finally he has to go and challenge Ricochet. Who doesn't even want to do it? But Ricochet, the geek, does a promo about how he's a geek and how he may never get an opportunity of the title again. So he's got to step up and challenge Drew McIntyre tonight. This leads to another appalling segment. It is Naomi versus Shayna. The match is a horror Or I guess the proper English would be, it is N-horror. One way or the other, it's awful. And we have Mandy and Dana on commentary telling me that they deserve a title match at WrestleMania. Even though they've been beaten in tag matches. They've been beaten in singles matches. They have been beaten like a drum all year. But you know what? They've been working hard. So they deserve a match at WrestleMania and they're doing awful commentary. Reginald gets involved. Lana goes after Reginald. Reginald avoids it. Nia goes to put Lana through a table. Lana escapes. Lana shoves Nia into Mandy. Dana goes after Lana. Shana's like, will you idiots get out of here? She tries to boot him out of the ring. She gets rolled up and pinned by Naomi. How many times, by the way, has Shana been beaten in the last couple of weeks? She got beaten last week. She got beaten this week. And then... They go from that five minutes later to an Asuka and and, and Rhea contract signing where Shayna has to come out and play play tough woman. We've been unstoppable this year. Five minutes after she lost to Naomi. Rhea t- dumps a table on Asuka. And then, and then it's like, you know what happens when you have the same nerd writing saturday or monday's show and friday's show you know what happens well the same nerd writes the same stuff for both shows so on one show we have the two people that are going to face off in the women's title match teaming up together to face the tag champs and on monday we have the two women that are going to face off in the title match teaming up to face the tag champs the same match on both shows By the way, I've been told that, uh, I mean, I don't believe it, but, I mean, the word is that uh, Rhea Ripley's uh, uh, the heel. How? I don't know. So then we have Drew versus Ricochet, squashes this nerd in 30 seconds. Then Ali comes out, and by the way, no follow-up to the breakup of Retribution. Zero! Zilch! Nothing! Ali comes out, he's beaten up, and then they have a... Stare down with, with Lashley and, and Drew McIntyre and who should come out to be the new member of the Hurt business? I swear to God, Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin! An MVP on commentary says, This is the Hurt business. You broke up the Hurt business to put Baron Corbin in with Bobby Lashley. Why? Well, I'll tell you after the break. I'm sorry live.
4: Is your car no longer stopping like it used to? Don't miss out on spring break deals at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Our professional parts people will help you find the brake parts and supplies you need to do the job right the first time. You'll find great deals on brake pads and rotors, fluids, degreasers, and more. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
6: Do you own an annuity?
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: In the show Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, oh God, a few things. First off, is this true? Let me check this here. Let's see. Double sourcing on the air. It looks like they may have uh, put up a graphic for main event, and uh, Cedric and Shelton are now in main event. So, man, they got uh, sky's the limit for those two after they broke up the Hurt Business. Let me tell you something. Well, did you you see they used the main event logo at the beginning of the show when Bobby Lashley was chewing them out? Yes. I would bet you dollars to donuts. Here's the deal, everybody. Why would they break up the Hurt Business? And then put Baron Corbin with Bobby Lashley. I mean, if you can't figure this out, I don't even know what to tell you. The answer is, they were afraid that Lashley would be cheered. Because we're going to slowly be working our way to live events. WrestleMania is going to have anywhere from twelve to 25,000 fans each night, depending on how many tickets they actually put on sale, which we don't know. But anyway, I guess one day Vince just woke up and went, what if people cheer Lashley? I mean, man, he's in a group with four... He's he's in a group with three other dudes. They look like a million bucks. They got MVP, who's an awesome promo. They just beat the hell out of everybody. He's the most protected guy. They were the only ones that stood up to retribution. They're practically heroes. God, now what? Well, because you screwed up, Vince. Because you can't book heels or babyfaces to save your own damn life. Well, now... There's only one way to make sure this guy gets booed. Well, we break up the cool group and we throw Corbin in with him. And there you go, everybody. There you go. Can you imagine? Stupid. My idea Stupid. was they should have just turned the Hurt Business babyface because yeah. two weeks of booking those guys like babyfaces, they would have been they would have been hated because you know they can't when, book babyfaces.
5: Well, maybe, but you know when you could have did that was you, you just could have did that the week you had Bobby Lashley crush the Miz. And then you could have been on with it. And it would have been refreshing and new, wouldn't it have? The same way the Hurt Business has been refreshing and new and good. And this sucks. It's stupid. It's short-sighted. Nobody was clamoring for this. Nobody wants this. That's your theory? I mean, somebody may from there may say you're wrong, but okay, well, tell us what it is then. Because from a fan's point of view, seemingly from a viewer's point of view, Nobody was asking for this, and nobody needs this. Bobby Lashley doesn't need this. MVP didn't need this. Cedric and Shelton certainly didn't need it, so just stupid and short-sighted. i got to ask you one thing, though. I've been dying to because you keep saying this. Why did you want to like the Miz and Morrison video? Why did you really want to like that?
2: Because I always like... We've
5: seen this a zillion times. They always suck. They're always corny. Eh, They're always out of date. They're always garbage.
2: Well, here's the thing. I like creativity in wrestling. I like music videos. And quite frankly, I mean, dude, just look at John Morrison. I mean, you know what this guy is? He's Batista when he was about to quit. Except Morrison isn't about to quit. Morrison's just going to take his gigantic contract... He's going to screw his hair up, and he's going to sit there, and he's going to entertain himself. When you have given up to the point where all you care about is entertaining yourself, and I know a lot about that, you're 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 your best. So, like, Morrison in the video, I mean, he was really good. But I cannot, I cannot, and I won't get past the fact that they had the Miz beat Drew McIntyre. I don't care who ran in. I don't care who interfered. The Miz pinned Drew McIntyre and became the champion. And three weeks later, he's jumping around in a bunny costume. Now, I have one other thing I'd like to say. It's a correction. (laughs) And it's funny. Okay. So last week, Rhea Ripley debuts on Raw. Okay? Now, I don't watch Raw talk. You think I'm watching another show after three hours of Raw that's not Elevation? So I get flooded. I get at least a dozen emails. And they're all telling me that Rhea is a heel. I was like, what? They were like, she got a total heel promo on Raw Talk. Now, I didn't go back and watch it. That's my fault. I, I did not do my due diligence. But so I'm thinking all week, like, Rhea is a heel? She got a heel promo on Raw Talk. Well, whatever. Who cares? Maybe she'll be a good heel. didn't bother me. I was just like, okay. I mean, Asuka's a babyface, so maybe they just decided she's going to debut. She'd be a heel. So then I'm watching Raw, and I got that in my head. Rhea's a heel. So the thing starts, the contract signing, and Rhea comes out and says— and First thing Asuka says is, Rhea, you're overconfident— and Rhea says, yeah, I am overconfident. I challenged you in my first match on Raw, but now I'm confident enough to tell you to your face that I will beat you at WrestleMania and I'm going to take your championship. And I thought, hmm. Is that really a heel promo? I mean, these people are incompetent. I mean, maybe that is supposed to be a heel promo. Just seems like a confident babyface. So then Asuka starts ranting and raving and, and this and that and. And I can't I still can't figure out what the what's going on. So I go on to Observer Radio last night and, and we're talking about it. And I, I said, foolishly, Rhea is the heel. And then Dave goes, You're right. She is the heel. And so I wake up today and I got a message from somebody there. And they're like, Bro, she's not a heel. Then now I gotta do my due diligence. So I go to my best source, Eddie who is a Thunderdome. He's been at every Thunderdome. And when you're in a Thunderdome, you got your gimmicks on, and some bloke says, uh, big cheers for the baby faces. and oh, let's hear those catcalls for the heels. So I, I asked Eddie, Eddie, help me. What is Rhea Ripley? And Eddie tells me that, in fact, when she came out, they were told, big cheers for Rhea Ripley! So now the funny thing is, what happened on Raw Talk? Now i got to go back and watch it. What happened where I got a dozen emails from people saying that Rhea cut a heel promo, and this whole time she's supposed to have been a babyface. None of this should surprise me, because they don't know how to book babyfaces and heels to save their lives. But that's, that's the story. Rhea Ripley, everyone, is not a heel. She's a babyface. So there you go.
5: How many babyface women in the top tier do they have on Raw? I
2: it's don't know Asuka. who's supposed to be a babyface anymore. Well, 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 I know Rhea and Asuka. There's Asuka, right? And I mean, now, supposedly, Lana, because like, she cries. Top tier. People
5: that aren't allowed to be. That's it. Uh, well, because, no, like, you can. <laughs> that, that, that's the whole that's thing. That's all. Naomi, Mandy Rose, I mentioned Dana them. You said top tier, uh, but that's what I'm saying. If is we're talking like, top tier, we got Oscar and Rhea.
2: I don't even know about
5: Charlotte. But that's if, there, well, yeah, good question. But it's like with with Rhea, why they why make it this difficult? Why are they making her
2: unlike? Why is she coming across unlike? Well, I mean, all? to be fair, every time I've seen her on TV, I thought she was a baby face. I was just reacting to what I was emailed because I wasn't watching Raw Talk. Do you know what the easiest way to actually get that across is? She
5: beats somebody who's a heel and beats the hell out of them, which we still haven't seen yet. All of these segments, all of this time to fill, a zillion and one women on the roster, including ones that they can just call on the phone and pick up and go, hey, come on, like Santana Garrett I've used as an example, anybody, like, do that. I just... How they go about doing things, why they do things, it's just... I, I know that they, they're just creating content that goes up in the air, that gets shaken around in Vince's mind, and, and there you go. But, like, it's, this is WrestleMania. We're a couple weeks away, not even, just days away from WrestleMania. This is it. It doesn't feel like WrestleMania. The show is awful. You know, I usually don't throw around WCW a lot, comparing it to wwe because i just compare them in their own sucktitude in their own universes but like last night felt like a wcw show it really did from the graphics to people stuttering over things dude i saw horrible of... comedy done on purpose the matt riddle stuff well, let me just is... say
2: i saw many shows in 99 and 2000 in wcw that were much better than last night's show it's just i'm not even matt... talking on par i'm talking matt those riddle... were better
5: Well, and it's, again, just you can pick anything you want out of the show. I was just going to say about the Matt Riddle thing. When you already have a joke that you've beaten into the ground and nobody ruins things quicker than WWE. Again, why Matt Riddle is now
2: 16 years old. He's an idiot because Vince thinks it's funny. (laughs) I mean, he might be on main event if it weren't for that. I mean, Riddle should have acted. What's his name? Ricochet. If Ricochet could act like a good idiot, he'd probably be pushed. But unfortunately, he acts like a talented wrestler, so he's doomed.
5: Look at Angel Garza going ass over tea kettle, getting thrown around like an idiot. You know, again, that piece of talent was there. (laughs) It's just, it's, when you look at that geek locker room, and you see... A lot of geeks. Mascara Dorada, and you see Akira Tozawa, and I know he's just, you know, Tozawa the gimmick now, but, like, you just, you see those guys, and... And they couldn't figure out, and and Rob Viper said this on Twitter, and he was just they couldn't figure out what they wanted to do with Andrade, and they they didn't want to push him, but goddamn, you have Jackson Riker jumping off the top rope against Braun last night and missing by a million feet, and it's like Vince looks at that guy and goes, "That's the star." He sees a great group that's working with Sel- with Cedric and Shelton, and he looks at Cedric and Shelton and goes, "That guy's not a star, but he'll look over it." At- you know, back over the roster at Baron Corbin and nothing against Baron Corbin, but it's like this is
2: the guy. I still see it in him. I can see it with this guy. Okay, it's we've got to move baffling. on. I can't. How about this? What do y'all think of this new IWGP title? What do you think about that? <laughs> Jeff Hardy designed it? Man. This see, person this is What says, when you get rid of Harold, bruh? I'm currently feeling He's very disappointed in this title. The new design for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship couldn't have been more underwhelming. It's not the worst-looking title I've ever seen. No. Well, it is better than that uh What's your favorite belt that sucks? That NWA Globe? What the the the, the, the old Georgia the yeah, National yeah, Television Championship? It is not Listen, it's not the worst belt I've ever seen, but well, the national Dude, that IWGP faster. Heavyweight title was like one of the coolest-looking belts I ever saw. But we got right. rid of that for this. This uh, it looks like Boeing made it. It's got Evolution, wings, baby.
5: It looks it looks cheap and, and tawdry, like a winged eagle type of. Oh, get out of belt.
2: here, you nerd! It looked like the, the the stardom
5: gold belt. That's what I called that thing. I, look, it, and this is people. anybody who wants to complain about New Japan getting dumped on for this? Everybody, I think, to a person, praised. The past two versions of the IWGP Championship, which were essentially the same, the the version four was obviously a little bit bigger, could add more nameplates and things like that. But this is a case of, I'm sure, modern. They have the reasons for that. They're doing the rubies are in the mouth. It's like the mouth of the lion is is all the, all this stuff for the five decades in New Japan. Whatever excuses they want to give, it's not an aesthetically nice looking belt and. Maybe it'll grow on me. Maybe it'll grow on other people. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter, but I don't know. It's, still, it's like, again, I, give me big gold over something cheap and small and gimmicky like the winged eagle any day of the week. Give me the big majestic title. That's what
2: the IWGP title was. That's what they should still have. This person's talking about the show we did on Sunday. I thought that Cactus Jack and Vader storyline from WCW Saturday night was awesome. It was campy, but I had a smile on my face during that entire video package. Bro, oh, the, how the worm turns. That uh, lost in uh, whatever it was, Connecticut. Where was he lost in? He was lost we somewhere. Won. doesn't matter because he was lost. But anyway, that was so much better than any of the storylines on Raw last night. And back then, it was an atrocity. It's, it's amazing lost. how things change. Mm-hmm. Back in a moment, it was live.
4: visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
2: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi. Oh, what we discuss during these breaks. Mm. This person says, it looks like the Divas title mixed with Cody's tattoo. Kind of does. Yes. Guys, remember when they had a Divas title, it was shaped like a butterfly?
5: Is that what it was?
2: Never mind. Virgil posted on his Instagram that he's inducting RVD into the Hall of Fame. Whatever. Put Virgil in the Hall of Fame.
5: (laughs) Actually, put Virgil in the Hall of Fame. In fact, not only put Virgil in the Hall of Fame, put all of his names in the Hall of Fame as well. Put Vincent in, put Curly Bill in, all that stuff. Soul Train Jones, they all go in.
2: Versus they give Braun Strowman this big freight train gimmick outside the ring where you think it's supposed to be cool in front of fans in a stadium. Then they put him in a cage so he can't even do it. The cage will be big enough, I think, for him to run around. Besides, you guys think he's not going to get out of the cage? It's a Shane McMahon match at WrestleMania. He is going to do something really dumb. Which, by the way, gets dumber every time because he only gets older. He's 50 years old now.
5: I wonder who gets the next, like, Gimmick, You know what I mean? As far as the graphics go, we got them for the new day. We got them for riddles feet. Now we got them for brawn with the, the, the train. What comes next? Do we get like Shane, a different color of purple? Can we put a new color on Shane? Now is that what it's going to be? You can go through a meter of like how red he can possibly get. I wonder who's going to get the next graphic.
2: Well, we're out of time, everybody. What a show. What a, what a shame this is. Some guy goes, oh, this is the greatest Observer Live ever. Like, how is it any different for any other Tuesday? There was a bad Raw, and I made fun of it. That's every show we do on Tuesday. But tonight, maybe for the only time, the WCW, WWE Monday Night War documentary on the Brian Vinnie and Craig show. Please update Peacock. Save me. I'm going to keep talking past the music for Dom. Just kidding. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.